What is up, guys? Welcome to Diggity, a video game podcast, episode number, I don't know what, was not prepared for that number, but you know what? I think. 278, something like that. <laughs> I'm Jeff James, with me as always, the incredible, unobtainable, luscious Brody Faults on this lunch, a lustrous, wintry day outside in the great state of Indiana. We're not in America, we're in Indiana. Famously known for being its own country. Absolutely. <laughs> Completely lawless. Um, yeah, this weather sucks. So congrats, uh, yeah, that's congrats why we're to you for driving home <laughs> in the evening like this to fucking do this, because this is wild. Like, Yeah, this is why we're starting even later than we were already going to start late. Uh, we were hoping to be live by 930, and uh, it was the roads are not nice. They are not nice right now. Uh, so if you have to go out, be careful. Be careful. But. Be very, very careful. Yeah, and like the cold is what's going to be crazy tomorrow, man. It's going to be that just straight up, just fucking negative 30 with the wind chill. Yeah. Like, yeah, what no, the hell is that about? That's fine. I mean, it's fucking fine. Yeah. yeah, I have to go into work tomorrow, too. So that's, yeah, that's, that's going to be fun. That's not great. It's supposed to be negative four without the wind chill tomorrow when I am leaving for work. So... Uh, <sighs> yeah, whatever. It it's fine. <laughs> what would you rather have? Because this episode, let's be honest, this episode's gonna be a little bit more chillax and than the typical one. We're getting we're, towards the end of the. We're right near yeah, Christmas. We're getting at the loose. end of the holiday it's season. Loose. Happy Hanukkah to those who celebrate. The uh, you know, we're we're getting we're getting close to the to the to the to the end here. I guess Happy Kwanzaa too, if you celebrate that as well. Um, Festivus as well. If you celebrate that, big Seinfeld fans probably out there. Um, what would you rather take? Would you rather take cold ass weather or snow? Shit tons of snow. Because this this storm really gave us just a tiny bit Both. of snow. And then, yeah, yeah it's not well, a shit ton of snow, though. It's only like, we're only supposed to get like, what, six inches or something like that? That's not terrible. Yeah, and it keeps going down. It started off as I know like it does. a foot, and then it was eight Four, inches. Now it's, like it's 14 six inches. inches on like Tuesday, and I'm like, damn. And then like the next day, it was like five inches of snow. Yeah, it, it's the guy lying about his fish story, you know. It was a fucking, I'm <laughs> this big. Uh, <laughs> no, I would rather have very cold weather. Because okay. at least you can still fucking travel in it. When you get too much this snow or anything like that, the travel becomes a little trickier. It's still very possible, um, but I would rather take the cold. I do pretty well in the cold most of the time anyway, and you can layer the fuck up and still go out there and be okay. But mm-hmm. yeah, uh, uh, the, the the snow, mm, that's where it starts to get tricky, especially because I don't, I don't have a four-wheel drive vehicle anymore. I have for the past... Well, not quite decade, but uh, I have always had a four wheel drive vehicle. So if the I had Jeep, to go Jeep, into beep, work, beep. yeah, the, the the Jeep got traded in. So mm-hmm. now I have a two wheel drive truck and drifting, uh, baby. She, she gets a little squirrely, just a little bit on the squirrely side. <laughs> she gets a <laughs> How little about you? squirrely. Colder, uh, colder snow. <sighs> I mean, you're from the great it's... white north, so. You've, I would you've probably take plenty of both. so in Indiana. I would rather take the cold because the only reason why I would take the snow is because I enjoy snowboarding and shit like that. And Fair. unless you're behind a fucking snowmobile being dragged, <sighs> you ain't doing much fucking snowboarding in the state. <laughs> so, yeah. so yeah. Fair enough. I would uh, I would probably say just in Indiana, definitely the cold because you can also travel. I mean, my my parents are down for mm-hmm. for Christmas time, 
and they ended up coming a day earlier because of the storm. And, you know, they're all just like, ah, oh, yeah. whatever. That's not a big deal. I'm like, no, no, you need to understand. Like, they don't do shit here. We don't. <laughs> yeah, we don't handle it quite like the Great White North. Like, we don't. We're not no prepared for it. No one's out here. Salt, they salt when that shit's running. Like, right. they, we don't plow it until like, ah, let's wait till the last snowflake falls. No, now it's more fucking work. <laughs> right. We're we are to Canada as Texas is to us, like prepared for this level of weather. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. So, um, yeah, they had to come down earlier. So, yeah, I'd, I'd probably say if it wasn't in, if it wasn't in Indiana, or I guess a flat state because there's a lot of states like Indiana, yeah, in the U.S. I'd say snow, but fair enough. I'd say cold just for for traveling. I am very happy though that this storm happened now and not I was so fucking scared dude that this is going to happen like 2 days, 3 days from now because we're going to the Colts game the day after mm. Christmas. And I was like, fuck, this is either going to delay or cancel that game or like when we were, when they were talking 14 inches in snow and shit, they would like cancel it and move it to a different fucking stadium or some bullshit like that, you know what I mean? They put it in the Lions stadium. Like they did for the uh, Buffalo game. Yeah. Oddly yeah, enough, that would probably cancel out the Colts and allow them to win. Playing at the Lions, but uh, I don't yeah. know. I'm going to go watch Nick Foles, Brody, on Monday. Nick wild. Foles is playing wild. <laughs> Fucking wild. They interviewed him. <laughs> They interview hasn't hasn't thrown the ball this year. They interviewed him and he says, oh, this isn't a sports podcast, but I don't really give a shit. But yeah. they, they interviewed him and he's like, uh, uh, what, uh, you know, how you feel? And he's like, well, just got to go out there and do what, uh, do what they're paying me to do. Great. Fantastic. Fantastic. Now you're playing Higby and the Chargers. So I want to do a little bit better than I've been doing each year because I'd rather not go to a Colts. I haven't been to a Colts game if they've lost. Maybe you're good luck. I'm typically bad luck. Like I just in general, I yeah, I don't. Every time I even wear something Ravens related, we fucking <laughs> lose. <laughs> so I'm to the point. I'm just like, nah, 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 nah we are. <laughs> well, right now my family is watching Thursday night football downstairs. The Jags versus the Jets. Oh, Thursday Ooh. night, dude. Thursday night football is so bad. It is. Why would you it ever is. pay for that? Speaking of which, did you see that? Uh, oh, who was it that is in Google? Google. Google. Yeah, that's right. Bro, so Google so might I'm have the. I'm pissed about that. Yeah. Well, is I'm that... pissed because because okay, so um, Apple was trying to figure out something with the NFL where it would be an a la carte package. So if I just wanted to see the Seahawks and the Colts, I would just get those games. And it would reduce the cost. Google is just looking to have it as like, a, hey, add this for $20 a month, $40 a month, which is bullshit. I would have much versus like the Apple thing. The stuff that had leaked would be like two teams yeah. would cost Choose you like team, yeah. would cost you like 10, 15 bucks a month. This shit's going to cost you probably like 40 fucking bucks a month. Easy. Yeah. Which is bullshit. Yeah. I so also like just like in your reply in that text thread that you and I were in with with Craig and Ethan, yeah, they're gonna fuck it up. Google will fuck it up. <laughs> if there's even a slight chance they could fuck it up, they will fuck it up. It'll die Which, within a it, year. Yeah, probably. Probably. It'll be in part of the Google graveyard. Googlegraveyard.com. <laughs> Go there if you've never been there. It's incredible. 
It's See a every busy place, dead man. Go- it is a busy. There's a new <laughs> entry like every month in that place. Danny is uh, what almost dead. January. I just I so I haven't said this on the podcast, and it's insane to me that I haven't. But I just want to say to the people that told me it wasn't going to die, fuck you, <laughs> <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> including uh, including the Stadia engineer that DM'd me and said I was a piece uh, of yeah. shit. Fuck you. I don't know if you have a job. I hope you still remain it, retain a job, have it somewhere else. I don't know. Maybe it's at Wendy's now. I don't fucking know. Job's <laughs> a job. But hopefully you've retained your job. You're not in a layoff. But a oh, fuck you. Nick said New York, Jeff. <laughs> Straight up, dude. Straight hey, fuck up. Fuck you. <laughs> Seriously. God. I was like, I was, dude, it came to me like that I hadn't said that yet. In I was having a shower like two days ago. A literal shower thought. Yeah, of, I need to tell people thought. fuck them. Scrubbing my head with the shampoo and I went, I've never, never What's it like to use shampoo? It's interesting. Burns the eyes sometimes. <laughs> I don't have that problem. Not at all. Not even yeah, what slightly. Do you, what do you do? Just body wash. And fucking just bring that bad boy right up on top of the head. Uh-huh. Never thought about that. Just body yeah. wash. <laughs> Imagine you just, I just Dawn dish soap. <laughs> just, I have, I used just, to notoriously keep a thing of Dawn dish soap in you my You have to shower. for your hands for the grease. Yeah, for all the grease and shit. Cuts all when the grease off. Still Easy. turning wrenches. You're like a, you were like a duck in a fucking oil spill. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and Dawn saved my life. Amazing. Incredible. Well, anyways, uh, let's get to uh, some uh, some little news, shall we? Not too much this week, but there's uh, little tidbits that we need to talk about and discuss. And more honestly, uh, on the lines of kind of just giving our opinions on some stuff, um, because I think there's some uh, some things that have come out where it's really just kind of like, a, ah, that's cool, but we should maybe talk about that and just kind of give our opinion on why we wouldn't do that or maybe we don't want to see that. Um so let's start for the first one that uh, God of War TV show has officially been greenlit by Amazon. I don't like it. So, yeah. So there's there's two points to this. One, it's Amazon, which is frightening. I will say I did just start watching uh, the Ring of Power or the Rings of Power. First episode, at least. Very good. You like it? Yeah, very good. It is slow moving for sure. But I mean, it, that's to be expected from the Lord of the Rings series. Right. But um very, very, very good. I it could go downhill from here. I don't know, but I I'm not entirely against Amazon having it. I here's, I think they're doing better. Here's my thing with this. This is going to be live action. Who the fuck can play Kratos? I don't know. Like that's he probably seems my- un unplayable. Like in an actor perspective, like yes. who the fuck can capture that? Right. And I know they do mocap for the games before somebody chimes in thinking they're a genius. I understand that. But this is a whole different ballgame. Like, you have to perfectly do all of these things or people are going to hate it. It, it is Kratos in is my six mind, foot four in the games, by the way. Which but video, at but least video obtainable, game right? height and shit is so fucking skewed and stupid yeah. by different camera angles and shit, which I guess you could do also on a in cinema. But I mean, it's like this is... It's just weird. It's, it's similar to 
Live action Mario. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, it is similar to a, like, almost Master Chief, right? Like, they, they try to capture this this otherworldly fucking person where it is, Bigger like... Bigger life. Yeah. I, I mean, Master Chief is, like, fucking seven foot tall, right? Like, but... Yes. It, that being said, the at least Kratos is an obtainable height, but he is also a god. He is a, like brutally insane strong individual that i how do you capture that kind of weight how do you capture that kind of experience without it being bad like you look yeah. at something of um yeah they've tried it before right like there's plenty of different movies that try to capture it and most of them come Doom. off cheesy i not exactly what i was thinking but yes <laughs> i just I, I don't feel like they are going to be able to do this well i don't know who on earth you even pick for this role that can well, can do the, it well the names i've heard of people are like oh just get christopher judge <sighs> inherently there's a, a few problems with that he there is, is a big for, problem with that uh, for one he is not a young man anymore he hurt himself no. filming the fucking game <laughs> doing mocap for the game that is part of the delay two kratos is Covered in white ashes of his family. I'm just, I, inherently, there's a problem there. Might not work well in this day and age. I, yeah, I, yeah, I, I love Christopher Judge. He does an excellent job in this game. Could you imagine any other character with that, that aesthetic from that origin? So, like, you go to Mario, like, yeah, his, uh, his red hat is from the blood soaked is it was a white hat, but it was soaked in the blood of his fucking enemies. Could you imagine that kind of shit? And says so like, yeah, he's just yeah, it's Kratos badass. Yeah, he his white pigmentation comes from him rubbing the ashes of his family all over his body. It was uh part of his curse. It was part of his curse yeah. because of how all that went down and to make him always have to remember it right like if yeah. i remember correctly it's been a while since i've played those games but i feel like a cgi uh yes. show would be cool and have judge come and voice him that'd be fucking cool do him. it castlevania yeah. style yeah awesome. that would be that would be fine but like just like you said with master chief otherwise known as master cheese sometimes as well in other worldly parts of the internet with master chief when you watch it, first of all, it's a terrible fucking show. But the second piece of it is, is when you actually watch it, you just go, that's a guy in a suit. Right. And I then think other parts of it are not a guy in a suit. It's CGI. <laughs> that's right. poorly done. It just, it looked really bad. Granted, they didn't have the budget behind it that, you know, I imagine Amazon's going to throw at it. fucking wild that yes. they did not put a large budget behind it. People or that they hired a team. lost it. I hired a team that didn't give a fuck about Halo either, right? Like, I I agree with Ed in our chat here. Like these these gaming to movie slash TV adaptions are entirely out of hand. Like Sonic, why why are we doing this? Honestly, Sonic was a okay adaption. Yeah. Well, because like for what it is, right? right? Exactly. Like that that's where it works. Castlevania as an anime fucking works great. Uh, Arcane as that real like illustrated style, awesome things like that work well because you don't have to rely on creating this weight with a actual mm -hmm. human you can do it entirely in the art style which is what they do in the fucking video games and that's why it works in the fucking video game but notoriously 
gaming ad- adaptations are terrible. Like yeah. Cyberpunk again also worked because it was an anime. You start going into something of, you know, uh fucking they've done Hitman, they've done Assassin's Creed, they've done Prince of Persia. They've all of these things are bad. They are just so bad and I don't why do we keep doing this? I I'm honestly Money, scared synergy. for The Last of Us. Like I I, I want it to be theoretically good be- it should be better because it is yes. I mean it's it's basically it's something that's I don't want to piss people off but it, it could go to a walking dead style where like it's right. somewhat easy to do a life like a, a, a an adaption a live action of that than it is to do um <laughs> God of War like what like what's I, I just don't I don't know it's silly, but we're, we're going to get more of these. We know we're going to get more of these. I think this is a way, and it makes, I, you know, I can't blame Sony. If something wants to pick something up, um, I think it's important uh, that the company go for it. They need to raise more capital if they want to go buy more shit and continue to build their business. So I get it. They're obviously also looking for synergy where, you know, obviously there was that thought that there's a Last of Us 3 being made right now. And the rumor is that they're going to launch this, you know, you know, launch last of us. And it's either going to be revealed that it's being worked on after the first episode or after the first season is done, they will discuss that a last of three, uh, a last of us three game is, is coming out and I get the synergy to it. I understand it. The problem is, is that I think that T- the world of TV and movies and the world of video games are so vastly different that really there is not the synergy there's hardcore gamers who are going to do both and then the general public is just going to give a fuck about one of them like the general public is going to play like the last of us and they're gonna say that's cool that's enough for me yeah and they're gonna and they're gonna know there's a tv show they're gonna know they're gonna see it but they're gonna go yeah that's enough for me i'm okay with just the game and then i'm like but like somehow that like mindset just as soon as you bring that up, people are like, well, absolutely not. Everyone's going to want, no, not everybody watches that shit. Like right. me personally, I would rather just play the fucking game. I don't want to watch TV shit. I don't care. I really like, I do not care about TV shows. For the last of us, I would rather watch the TV show. Cause it's not my style of game. I don't really mm-hmm. care for these like survival esque, uh, spooky games or whatever. Right. That's sure. That's not really my thing, but, um, but I agree. Right. Like I, I don't, there's not that synergy. Most people are going to want to do one or the other because especially in this case, like it's probably going to follow the same fucking story that's in the game. So if you're a last of us fan, there's really not a whole lot of reason to watch this other than Pedro Pascal. And Mm -hmm. I, I, I don't know. I just don't, I don't really see the value in, in that. But then again, I mean, a lot of people were excited for resident evil stuff and it came out and was bad. And, but <laughs> regardless, like mm-hmm. people were like, Oh yeah, no, I'd watch it. That's fine. It's, it, it's a, a remake of this. And there's certainly something to be said for remakes, but a lot of these games are still pretty modern and there's not really any reason to make a live action of them at this point. Yeah. I, I think you, you get a lot more bang for your buck. If you start out on TV or a movie and then you go to video game like if you look at walking dead as an example that's a perfect example you can yes. get people into gaming based on the tv show and then people say well what, what if it's already established i get it but like it's already fucking come out so people are going to watch this tv show the first thing that's going to come on the screen is based on the video game 
And that means it's already fucking past tense onto it. So they're going, okay, cool. So it's already, it's based on something in the past (laughs) that's already been fucking created. Not many people are going to go back and watch that shit to just watch what's there. And they're going to think that they understand the fucking game. Versus if you built it out through a TV show like Walking Dead, and then you said, and we're coming out with a game, I think you get a lot more oomph from that. But PlayStation's venturing into, you know, this new synergy-based world where they want to get royalties. And, and to be honest with you, at the same time, like, all you need is one big hit. Yeah. On, on the TV side of stuff for that shit to take off. And then you're making buku bucks on the licensing and royalties for where you start seeing, you know, a lunchbox where they're all the same, but they just got a different sticker with Last of Us on it, you know, plushies, shit like that. Then you're in a, um, uh, fuck, name a, a Think Geek store. You're in a GameStop and you're, you've got all the shit, the merchandise and license shit there and you're killing it. That's, that's easy money for Sony. So, okay. Well, uh, Moving on to some more Sony stuff, um, there one, are... Oh, go ahead. Yeah. One quick side note there. Yeah. <clears throat> so the biggest Last of Us fan that I know, Evan, uh, or otherwise known as Bagel Boy in our Discord. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> bagel. <laughs> bagel. Uh, he is also not too keen on them making a third Last of Us game. Uh, no, not many people are. I... I Kind of think it's going to get to the point where it's a bit of a not kind of money grab, right? Like where it is this awkward thing of we're continuing a franchise that could have been left at the first game. People love the first game. People were upset when you mm-hmm. made a second one. Then the remade game it also. came out. It, yeah. And the, the game came out. A lot of people enjoyed it, but there was also a lot of people that did not wish they would have mm-hmm. left it at the first. So now you do a third game and make matters even worse. Yeah. And I, I think they're just they're milking it too much and it's going to be a problem or they're going to end up ruining a well-regarded franchise. And I don't, I don't I'm more worried about the studio. Like it's good. That's they're my kind of, they're kind of showing their hand as a one trick pony. Like I have that's, nothing that's, against naughty dog. Yeah. I think they make incredible games, but when you I make think, uncharted and the last dog, of us. Yeah. But I think that's a, like to your point, that's a problem. Like Sony, Sony's such a good, first party like the playstation 5 is uh, playstation ecosystem is incredible for for first person or first party titles yes and the reason why that is is because they've taken risks in changing shit and doing new stuff i totally agree with you when it was the uncharted side of stuff and we got to like what the fourth uncharted i was like oh man come on can we do something and then we came up with last of us and you know they went forward with that shit so i agree i don't want them to do the third one because i'd like them to spread their wings and like create some new shit and just go out and try stuff. I mean, I think people are also forgetting that that's how we got Last of Us. Mm-hmm. They went and tried something new. So I think that, you know, they learn different techniques in games. There's a lot of stuff in The Last of Us that you can carry over and see and design and mechanics from Uncharted through the years, which is great. But um, I, too, would also like to see a new franchise and it not be the one-trick pony. But then on the other side, from a business perspective... I also get it because it would print yeah. fucking money. And I feel like they know that they would have to end at three. I mean, like even Santa Monica, Ragnarok, that's it. Yeah. They're done. Allegedly. We, we got to work. Allegedly. Yes, yeah, so they're done. <laughs> so it's like, but now they're going to do a fucking TV show. But it, it's like, you know, hopefully that's the send off and it's, it's, it's over and it's, it's done. 
and they don't do a third one because I would like them to use their talent to build a new franchise, which I think would ultimately help Sony. But it's also a gamble, right? You sit there and you're like, we have something that clearly works, people like. And again, there's gamers and then there's the general public that plays these games, which is a far bigger majority that spends more money on the games than the hardcore gamers um, in, in, in lieu of how many people are actually buying The Last of Us. Right. And as a company, you're like, do we take the fucking gamble or do we just do we go for it one more time? Because like, I mean, let's be fucking real. They'd probably make a shit ton of money. Oh, I'm sure. And to my point, you at least be able to get people into The Last of Us 3 from the TV show. Maybe not one and two because it'd be caught up and maybe season one focuses on number one. Season two focuses on two. They can remake The Last of Us part two. Um. And then season three, they can come out with Last of Us three. Yeah, that's something. That's I don't know. An entirely fair assessment. I mean, that maybe that's the way to get the the synergy that they're looking for. But I, I do agree with you. It is, and I've, I've I've been kind of stunned. I've heard a ton of people who I know are big Last of Us fans on different podcasts discuss how they don't want that to uh, be a thing. They just want it to. This is perfect. Leave it alone. Yeah, which is incredible to hear because a lot of times in this community people are like bring it on bring us another one bring us another one and then they complain right <laughs> i don't know why you fucking idiots made another one yet yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. So seen it's, it a million it's times nice. right yes yeah, so it's kind of nice to see like uh the community kind of being like oh hold on maybe we should wait maybe we should just stop for a second it's kind of cool um some other quick sony news we'll just rip through these these couple stories very quickly um, but uh, a new game plus will be coming to God of War Ragnarok in spring of 2023. A tweet came out from Santa Monica Studios. It says, we know nice. many of you have been asking, so we're happy to confirm that new game plus will be coming to God of War Ragnarok spring 2023. We'll share more details once we get closer to the release. Are you happy about this? Will you play it or will you say, nah, I'm good, bro? I haven't even beat it on my first playthrough yet. So I've been dragging uh, my nah, feet bro. on this one. I probably will not play new dragging game feet plus. because of the game or time it is it is such a well um, both um it is a weird thing every time i am playing the game i absolutely love it and can't wait to or and just want to keep playing it and don't want to stop but every time i sit down and want to play something i it, it is not the game that comes to mind not because it's bad not because i don't enjoy it it is just I don't know. I, I it's a weird thing that for whatever reason I I cannot get sucked into it like I do a lot of other games where it is this like I can't wait to get home and play this. I can't wait to play this again. Um and honestly, I think if it was on my PC, I would have beat it already and it wouldn't have been an issue, mm. but I haven't been playing on my PlayStation a whole lot. Um and that that's just kind of where I'm at now. So, I don't know. I, I I enjoy the game. I think it's fantastic. I just cannot get pulled into it like i i did with 2018 and even that took me a while to get pulled into so mm-hmm. i don't know it's weird uh i i'm happy it's coming i just don't know if i'll actually do it quite frankly fair enough fair enough um some other quick sony news sony seemed to be in the news mainly this week which is kind of crazy i mean there's not much fucking going on at xbox except for getting fucked by the ftc right now so Phil Spencer yeah. is not happy. I can't believe he even showed up to the Game Awards. That was pretty wild. There um, is um, there is one little Xbox tidbit I'll throw out there uh, that we don't necessarily need to focus on, but apparently they're talking about having some sort of an ad, um, ad level 
Game Pass subscription, more or less, where it's like three oh, bucks. Yes. Yeah, and yeah. so I don't know what that looks like. I don't know if you have to fucking watch an ad while you're playing it or just before you play it or what that yeah, actually looks like. But be, Wouldn't that be great? You're just about to, you know, boot up Forza and then a commercial for a lawsuit against people with mesothelioma pops up. <laughs> yeah, I don't love the idea, but I don't know. I also don't necessarily blame them for at least well, having it's that make option. Money. Yeah, it's not making exactly. money yet. Eh, depends on what news source you look Hasn't at. Hasn't made fucking money yet. I've Money's seen some money. that some of them claim that they do and some of them don't yeah, because well, they haven't actually those, released numbers on what that actually is. Don't fucking know what they're talking about. This fucking thing has not made money. And you know this based on what numbers that you've seen? The amount of fucking acquisitions they've made in the last five years. Well, that's not exactly Game Pass related. They're but all it is. Game Pass products. Okay. I mean, I guess. So is every fucking Sony thing a, a PS Plus No, because extra? they don't go to PS Plus. They do eventually. They do eventually. They don't go day one. It doesn't mean it's a fucking Game Pass product. It's an this Xbox shit's not product that is on Game Pass. There's no way this shit's making money. They even haven't on the even third added party... any first party games this year, really. And Correct. They, it, but they were still having people subscribe to it. They had a 20 Yeah, I get it. They've got, third, they've got third party shit. But I'm telling you, as someone who has worked the deals, just even from third party games, and some decent ones, and then also shitty ones might I add not great games the amount of money that they pay for game pass games i don't understand how it'd be feasible that they're I, making money off of it i i don't disagree like i'm not saying they aren't making money but we also haven't seen any official numbers on that we're to, never going to, to it's microsoft no of course we aren't because xbox keeps everything pretty close to the hip right like and they have yeah and microsoft's brutal for that shit too because they'll yeah. just I mean, it was like what um, when it was Windows 8 devices that Xbox One was a Windows 8 device. Yeah. <laughs> and they named that printers were Windows 8 devices. Right. So when they said they had how many devices, it's a fucking joke. Um, Sony's 210 <sighs> DualSense Edge controller will have worse battery life than the original. <laughs> That's not great because the no. original already sucks. Yes. So Sony has revealed further details of its new DualSense Edge wireless controller for the PlayStation 5, but one particular point stuck out the most. In a hands-on preview, The Verge, which be questionable sometimes, <laughs> uh, noticed that battery life was noticeably worse than the base DualSense controller, and this was later confirmed to the publication in a statement. The DualSense Edge wireless controller's operating time is moderately shorter than the original DualSense wireless controller, Sony sp spokesperson said. We wanted to strike a good balance between wireless operating time and delivering robust high-performance features. Bullshit. You That's wanted to put the same battery balance? pack. Yeah. <laughs> you wanted fucking to put the same hell. battery pack that you have in the normal shit. I I genuinely don't understand why people are so against having actual removable fucking batteries for things. Like, people yeah. despise the fact that the Xbox controller has batteries. Yeah, I, I like, couldn't give a shit. I have really. rechargeable batteries that last for days of playing for hours. Meanwhile, yeah. my PS4 controller can barely make it through playing God of War for four fucking hours. Yeah, I know. Yeah, no, it's a great idea. If You have to have, constantly have two controllers for a single player game if you want to play for a long stint of time. Like, 
I know. Yeah, genius. It's, it's a it's a it's a age old. Well, I guess age old now just because of the different um, uh, uh, generations of consoles since we've been doing this with wireless controllers. But I mean, yeah, you can like my thing is just either plug a fucking cable in. Or like, yeah, if you have the ability to, to pop a different battery pack in, that sounds great. Like, I mean, that's, yeah. you know, that's wonderful. Because you want to, th- you think that statement's terrible? Wait till you hear the second uh, um, uh, uh, statement by Sony. My other, ready for this one? My this other favorite, yeah. One other thing. My other favorite part is how many people that are bitching about, you know, the, the fucking batteries and stuff use a goddamn wireless mouse. Most wireless mouse or mice take fucking batteries too. Like, hey, I, I just mine charges USB C. Okay, yeah, that's you chill the and fuck some out. of them do right, but yeah, <laughs> no, like I know, mine, I know, mine I know. takes fucking batteries and is no big deal. Like, I, yeah, I just I don't understand. So, okay, are you ready for this second statement? Because this one's gonna be so much yes. worse than the first one, like oh, way boy. worse jargon. Okay, so Sony's statement reminded owners that they get a long USB braided cable. Okay, so it says, additionally, the the longer USB braided cable is also great for competitive players who prefer playing with a wired connection to avoid wireless interference. This option preserves battery life. (laughs) No shit, it's fucking plugged in, dude. It's It's not even that long of a fucking cable. No, yeah, I know. The braided one that comes with the DualSense Edge? Yeah. it's It's a little bit longer. It's also you see braided. See these chairs behind me. It's also see these braided, chairs behind which, me? which makes it better. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. That cable barely reaches there. That is relatively close to the fucking TV compared to what most people have in their fucking house. You know what's also insane? Why are uh, we braiding cables? Yeah, who gives a fuck? <laughs> like, why are we putting a sweater on a cable? Because it's those are cable fancy. sweaters. Yeah, you know where you can it get those? The gas fancy. station, dude. Yeah. The gas, the gas station. The gas station's been selling braided cables before braided cables were cool. Absolutely. <laughs> they were always and the all they were doing is char- fucking cables. All they were doing is charging your phone, dude. They don't connect to anything because they're missing the one pin that costs an extra half a cent. Fucking these, dude, goes. these companies are just getting insane. But the, the problem is, too, is that they also sit there and go, it just fuels fire on either opposing side because now all the Xbox fanboys come out of the woodwork and just fucking lose their minds over this because this is just like, you know, like erect nipple inducing fucking hard on shit for Xbox fans. And then the PlayStation fans are just going, well, you take double lays. And then you and I both sit here and go, yeah, I mean, uh, you either plug it the fuck in or you put some fresh double lays in it. Yeah. Like, oh, I my my gaming session was cut short. I had a fucking day to myself, and I sat at home and binged God of War, but my gaming session was cut <laughs> short because my controller died after fucking three and a half hours. Like, I don't know. It is absolutely insane that people even fight about this. It's crazy. Yeah. And, yeah, it... And even some of the Xbox controllers, like you can buy the fucking battery packs that you put on there if you really want to just be able to plug it in. And it's but no those big usually deal, right? suck like, too. They though, do. Too. They do. They they die within like a year. Like in terms of like battery degradation, is terrible. Okay, moving on to uh, the last uh, piece of PlayStation news. Uh, so these are PlayStation Plus games plus extra premium that are all leaving um, starting January. 
uh, and into February and even March, which is kind of crazy. So uh, leaving by January, tw- uh, January 17th, 2023, Bound by Flame, The Last Tinker City, The Council, Space Hulk Tactics, um, Shyness, The Lighting Kingdom, Electronic Superjoy, Seasons After Fall, Leo's Fortune, Masters of Anima, uh, Egnomatis, uh, The Ghosts of Maple Creek, and Jump Jet Rex. Leaving, I've literally uh, heard of like three of those games. I know. I'm, I'm with you on that. Leaving by February 21st, 2023, Grand Theft Auto Vice City, the definitive edition. <laughs> the definitively Agatha, bad edition. Absolutely. The Agatha Christie, the ABC murders. Man, we're just wrecking it. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're just savage. Uh, Rad Rogers, uh, Sign Mora X, Skydrift Infinity, Sparkle Unleashed, The Book of Unwritten Tales 2, and The Turing Test. I fucking haven't heard any of those except for Grand Theft Auto. And then leaving by March 13th, 2023, WWE 2K22. That's it? That's it. On that... <laughs> Okay. Well, I even put out a list if you only have one game determined to leave at that time. In three months. Who gives a shit? They did it. It's their thing. I did. They don't have enough games to put on it. They don't have enough games to put off of it, dude. They're stuck. Have you seen the PS3? Like, the premium is mind boggling because in no fucking way does it make sense. In not a it's fucking insane. In no way does it make sense to purchase the premium. There are there are PS3 titles, Brody, that they could put on there that require no negotiation. That they yeah. should put on there that they fucking own. Yes. And they're not on there. Yes. It's a disaster. Yes. Anyways, moving on from that stuff, we got some Kojima. You ready for Ooh. this one? You love yes. using Kojima. Kojima says Microsoft understood his, quote, unusual game when others thought he was, quote, mad. Xbox and Kojima uh, Productions are collaborating on a cloud-based title, which has been rumored for a while. Uh, Hideo Kojima has explained how his studio came to partner with Microsoft on an upcoming title and has again suggested it won't be a traditional game. Alongside the recently confirmed Death Stranding 2, absolutely, it won't be normal, (laughs) Kojima Productions is currently working with Xbox on a cloud-based project that was announced in June. At the time, Kojima described it as a, quote, completely new game, one that no one has ever experienced or seen before, quote, and in a more recent interview, he claimed one of his next titles is, quote, like a new medium. Goodness. Interesting. In the new interview with IGN, Kojima said that in addition to uh, Death Stranding 2, we're making one other unusual title. He said the game was pitched to a large number, number of potential partners, but Microsoft was the only one <laughs> to really get the concept. While others thought he was mad. <laughs> Meanwhile, I Phil to... Spencer's going, uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Because they're desperate. Uh, I agree. Uh, so uh, continues on. Uh, Kojima says, I tend to get easily bored, he said. Part of why I've been able to make games for 30 years is because new technology replaces the old so quickly. The tech you use today may not be applicable tomorrow, and I'm interested in figuring out ways to incorporate the new. Making the wrong choice can result in failure. Of course, it's a bit like a space program in that way. The project we're working on with Microsoft is one I've been thinking about for five or six years already. The project required infrastructure that was never needed before. So I discussed it with lots of different big companies and gave presentations, but they really seemed to think that I was mad. It was ultimately Microsoft who showed that they understood, and now we're working together on the project, including the technology front. Uh, So, Based on footage leaked last month, Kojima's unannounced project would appear to be a horror game called Overdose. He said he's hoping to provide more information 
uh, on the game that he's making as well as some visual projects next year. Um, this is also amongst uh, him working on Death Stranding 2. So hear me out. I do not care for Kojima games. I'm just, I they're not my, my thing at all. Uh, that being said, I am glad that there is somebody like Kojima in gaming that can do some weird funky ass shit and has a big enough fan base because it it does it, it helps other more creative ga- or not more other creative games like that to be made whether they are for me or not is regardless this is more just I'm glad he's doing some weird shit let him fucking do some weird shit and the people that want to play these weird ass games can play these weird ass games and there's nothing wrong with it right like that they your taste in games is entirely subjective and that's the beauty of it mm-hmm. and ultimately he's doing some cool shit and fucking let the dude go yeah i i agree with you i think it's cool that um there is a company and a person to which it's kind of like an incubator, I guess, where they can try some interesting, weird things out, some very artsy things. Um, this to me sounds like a movie. And it's just going to be a click and go to the next scene. I, I don't like if it comes from the cloud piece, wh- what do we mean from the cloud piece? Do we mean like a level of connectivity with people? Do we mean, Maybe some enhanced graphics. Nintendo's doing that with like Hitman and shit to get it on Switch. I mean, I, I don't, I don't understand what what this would would come to. Maybe it influences a show. I don't know, but uh, we'll have to see. Nick says I don't think Kojima would create a point click type thing. He kind of did already. <laughs> no, he played Amazon del- or he made Amazon Delivery Man. Um, I do, I do like it though, that some guy can go and try some crazy new stuff out. And like you said, there's a fan base that will support it enough to where he doesn't really have to worry if it's a flop or not. Um, but yeah, my guess would be that it's going to interact with the movie or TV show that he's also rumored to be working on and whatever changes in the TV show and whatever changes in the movie changes shit. Because I, I really don't I don't know what else it would be at this point. He, he notes a new medium. So at this point, I would assume that it's going to cross mediums. I, I don't understand how you, what are we going to smell stuff. Because I don't understand how we're going to get to this point. It could be in VR, though, also. So, but if it's going to be with Microsoft and it's technology, it's probably cloud computing. At the forefront. Oh, I would assume so, yeah. I I don't try to assume what Kojima's going to do because it's going to be some out-of-fucking-left-field bullshit. He's also not an artist. bullshit. Right. It, it's not bullshit. It is just... It is going to be some crazy, <laughs> out-of-left-field sort of idea that bullshit. nobody saw coming, right? Like, it's, it, But it's also not going to be that. It's also going to be like, this is a new medium. And he's going to say, yeah, we're using cloud for the first time in a game to do X, Y, Z. And you're like, yeah. Crackdown 3 did it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, it's, you know what I mean? It's going to be like, it. 
I look at Kojima, like Kojima makes some brilliant stuff. I get it. I think he's a brilliant man. But he also is similar to that of artists that also throw paint at a canvas. And we call that modern art. It's it's abstract, right? Like it is, it is some fucking out there. Out there shit. There's a market for it. But if you look at it also, you're like, okay, I see it. But this is a lot of marketing here for what is otherwise a, a walking delivery simulator but amongst other things and i get it this is some deep moments you have to think deep i guess i just i I don't play video games to think deep let's be real honest here i i don't don't know i that's not that's not if i wanted to fucking think deep i'd read a fucking book like i i i want to maybe he's making a book maybe he's making a book i want to click on something and something go boom let's be honest that that's where i'm at (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it, that is my wind down time. It's to sit down and just do some mindless bullshit. Maybe and that's not solve- everybody. I understand some people want to to have some deep interflection or introspective fucking whatever the hell. But that's yeah. They'd like to stand in front of a painting and question God damn it, themselves. Nick. What is it? <laughs> you yeah, have Nick's- woke it. You woke a beast. Uh, look, oh look God. what you did. Yeah, he has a he book. Has a book. Yeah. <laughs> I just. You know, you said it perfectly there. It really is like uh, when when you have the modern art and, and, you know, me, I'm an asshole. I walk by that and I go, right, that is splatter on the canvas. Meanwhile, there are 30 people standing there like this. Looking at it, staring at it, pondering what more could it be as I walk by and go... Yeah, I think they just kind of whip paint at that. And then the rest of it is really just like in them, you know, the person who whipped paint at it. Yes. But that's my piece. Anyways, uh, moving on. uh, Last story before we get into listener questions. Um, But Brody, age old uh, debate on the uh, interwebs, as most things are. But we finally got some data. Over 94% of all video game sales in 2022 were reportedly digital. 94%. That's, I'm surprised by that. I wouldn't have thought it would be that high. I figured Not that it would high. definitely be the majority, but I wouldn't have Correct, thought yeah. it would be 94%. I would have expected like 70%, 75%, yeah. something like that. Because you got to take into account Switch. And I, I think kids, and I'm like, to me, I, I don't have kids. You do. I'm like, I mean, you know, I, I just, I thought the parents would buy the physical fucking version of the game for their kid, but I guess not. Um, um, I honestly, I, for Switch, I mainly buy the physical version unless it's like a smaller indie game or something that I'm going to be playing myself. Um, that's about the only time I really buy digital most of the time, but. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, here we go. Hold on. Digging deeper. Digging deeper in the data, we are close to this. So according to the data, 94.2% of video game sales were done through digital stores instead of physical or box sales, as it's mentioned in their data from games industry. The physical sales data only accounted for a measly 5.8% in comparison, but it should be noted that this is skewed with some companies continuing to not provide sales data through their digital services. Another thing to note is that the data appears to be heavily skewed due to PC gamers, where digital sales dominate with 98% of sales being done digitally via PC. Console games in comparison are less pronounced with 72% of sales being done through digital storefronts. 
It's important to understand that the data taken is based on video game sales revenue rather than total units sold as well. And I think that changes a lot of things because, for example, you can go pick up and it's it's sort of changing definitely on the Sony side. I can't speak on the Xbox side, but like the PlayStation Classics, you could always go to like a Target, a Walmart, pick those up eventually for 20 bucks a piece and just yeah, they're in the red case. You're done with them. Um, but 72% on the consoles, I guess that's kind of what I thought it would it would be at. I'd be interested yeah. to see how that's broken out. Sony, Xbox, and then Switch. I would assume Switch is still heavily physical. Um, I, just granted kids and shit like I that. I don't, yeah. I, I but also, like I think Switch it makes sense is kind of a weird one. Yeah, I was going to say, Switch is, uh, any mobile console, it, it's very nice to have digital. Digital. That way you don't have to bring your games with you. You just bring the fucking console and you're done, right? Like I, but... And if you have a kid that can't lose cartridges and shit. Yeah, my kids are, they were awful about leaving those fucking things. And then the trick to that is you just make that game go bye-bye, disappear for a little while. And then when they come fucking looking for it, like, oh, huh, that's weird. I just (laughs) shouldn't have left it out. The stove. (laughs) Right. Um, But yeah, I'm trying to figure out who the 2% of people that are playing actual like discs on a pc <laughs> How? here's the question too that's quite that's quite impressive too because there's not many pc games that get a physical release and even if they do get a big box it comes with a digital code to download the game <laughs> like, so does that really bizarre. count right does i don't really know count? yeah where does that i would say like 90 percent of the games that come with it don't come on discs they come with a digital code so where yeah. does that fit in i would assume I would that would fit digital. digital i would think it'd have to because you're Weird. redeeming the code on the storefront. I, so I, quick quick last question on this, just quickly, and then we'll get into listener questions quickly and wrap it up. Um, are you over owning physical games? No. I still enjoy having physical games, depending why on do you, what it why is. Why do you enjoy? Too. What part of it do you enjoy? Because this is a big argument out there where people I, are like, it's so stupid. I, I like to collect, game. right? Like I, I've always liked to collect. I also... I used to buy a lot more physical games because I would, if I didn't end up enjoying it or I beat it real quick, I could mm-hmm. trade it in. Mm-hmm. I don't do that as much anymore because I just don't, I don't go anywhere where I really can trade anything in and half the time it's barely even worth it anymore. Yeah. GameStop sucks for that. Yeah. GameStop sucks. Even our local shop isn't incredible for some of that. Um, the other side of it is like half the time I, I'm game sharing with people, right? So it's like yeah. you throw in 30 bucks, I throw in 30 bucks, we got a fucking game. And even if it sucks, we're out 30 bucks versus, you know, 60. Well, I guess now it's 70, 70. bucks, but soon to be still, 80. like, I don't know. I, I still like the collection aspect of it. I am starting mm-hmm. to go more digital, but the other side of digital is the fact that you are paying for a license to play that game. You don't actually own the game. So, right. there there are instances of uh, you know like fucking stadia google was actually pretty cool about it where they were like hey we'll refund all of these games which is wild mind-blowing something like nintendo or whatever right like they aren't gonna do that there's no way they would ever do that if they shut down the storefront they notoriously have not like you still Mm -hmm. own it if if you have your account and everything but it's not i don't know there's just They've notoriously just taken access away from things too. Like, hey, they here's have. Super Mario, you know, 35 anniversary edition or whatever. And uh, 
we're just going to take that. It's going to be available for six months digitally, and then we're just going to take it down. And it's never going to be available again. And it never yeah. comes with a physical copy. Like, that right. sucks. There's something, this, there's something also oddly super, super like, maybe it's nostalgic for me, but also just seeing like the games that you have on a shelf. Yes. All lined yeah, up. Yeah, I have. I have like, all that's oddly satisfying. Like, I, I enjoy having that. That, that kind versus, of yeah versus like you go into your collection on your ps5 and you, you scroll and you just see a bunch of squares and you're just like and you're like wow that's a lot of games but like i don't technically own any of them <laughs> just these amount on the shelf but also i get the I, I also understand when people are like well you don't really own the physical copy anymore as well because the disc is really just an approval system to know that you own it. And most of the shit has day one updates where half the games on the disc and now you're downloading the rest on the store. Yeah. I mean, so I get it. I just, my my piece, my last stronghold is the trade in piece mm -hmm. is, is that's about it. And even to your point, I don't don't really do that as much anymore because it's like, fuck you go, you go buy a game, you go take it to GameStop and like instantly it's only worth $10 and you're like, Oh, I'll just hold on to it. <laughs> yeah. I, I, yeah. At a certain point, it's just really not worth it. There used to be a time where you would buy games and yeah, you'd buy like two games and you'd be able to trade those two games in and get, you know, another game or whatever. Right. Cause you, you lose money on them and t- inherently, but at the end of the day, like, yeah, it, there was a case to be made for that. But now it's like you go to trade a game in a GameStop. They're like, I don't know. I got some fucking lint and a, paperclip you can have and like, okay cool thanks you know i'll just go fuck myself then i guess hey, you can trade like, this in for a uh, uh pro membership and we get you a copy of game informer two months late sent to your mailbox all rolled up as fucking wet can i interest you in that yeah can i interest yeah. you in a in an iphone uh eight right <laughs> It's a replace screen. I've got a burrito that I got from the gas yeah. station this morning. Okay. Cool. We had a kid actually just uh, trade in a DSi or a DS Lite in. If you're interested in that, I could probably do that for about 60 bucks on top of this and uh, about a two year warranty cost another 20 bucks. What do you think about that? <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Get yeah. the fuck. Like, I looked. What's crazy is I think the, the there was a post on Reddit um, where the lowest value trade-in and it, this this piece kind of makes sense because you need like the actual like toy piece but skylanders just the disc yep. is 85 cents is yep. what you will get at gamestop <laughs> yeah you i don't the platform uh, but it's 85 cents it was the point or people were trading in their like skylanders characters like there's a ton of them at our at our local shop. They had like a whole case dedicated to these fucking Skylanders characters. It's like I I just don't know who's buying these. I uh, clearly no one because they kept filling up the case. Like I just I don't know. It's I, it, we're very clearly heading towards predominantly digital, and it works well for especially PC. Like Steam is I I fucking love Steam. Steam is fantastic. It works exceptionally well. I, I at this point I don't have any reason to not trust the company either. They they've no. kept true to a lot of what they have said, right? Whereas I don't I don't trust PlayStation as much. I don't trust Xbox as much. I I fucking trust Steam. Yeah, I gave um, them. 
Yeah, I mean, I, they they treat on this they game. treat their platform well, right? And and I think that's a good thing. But I just don't I don't have the same faith. And I honestly, I really don't trust Nintendo. Like ultimately, God, out man. of the three, I do not fucking trust Nintendo. <laughs> I God, I just they have a history of doing some funky shit or re-releasing a game every time they come out with a new console of like, oh, well, you got to buy it for full price again, even though you already own it on the console generation prior. It's just, I, I don't know. I, it is what it is, but ultimately, yeah. Okay. Huh. Um, do you want to hit up uh, listener question, uh, questions quickly? We can answer these pretty quickly. and uh, Yes. So Evan asked us, what is our most anticipated game for next year? And what is mm. our favorite game experience this year? You want to go first? Sure. Uh, Zelda. Breath of the Wild 2 or uh, fucking Tears of a Kingdom. Uh, that is probably my most anticipated, even though I despise the fact that the Switch is constantly showing its age and I am, I feel like visually it's going to be somewhat disappointing. Granted, they know how to use their system and get the most out of it, but I just, I want more. I want, I, I want, I want Switch 2 or whatever the fuck. Um, it was kind of a tough one, though, because I, I also am really looking forward to Final Fantasy 16. Uh, the more I see of it, though, I'm a little skeptical. So we'll we'll see how some of that plays out. My favorite game slash experience from this year is easily Elden Ring. Uh, I haven't been so focused on a game like that um, in, in a very, very long time. I put like 130 hours into it and I have i mean didn't even really think about it like i was just thoroughly over the moon and excited to play that game every time i turned it on and loved every moment of it and the water cooler moments that we had you know as the game was you know people were still learning about it and exploring and finding things um our discord you know really really went in on it mainly i think me and nick but <laughs> we had a, a lot of good talks about it and uh thoroughly was uh i mean easily took my favorite game of the year so i guess it's not confirmed yet but it i think it's it will come out so long as this counts anticipate would be a spider-man 2 game oh it is uh, i mean according to the devs it is definitely yes. coming out this year so that is true i did kind of forget so, i was trying so to think be... of what games are coming out next year <laughs> this yeah, that spider-man be beats most... out final fantasy yeah, that would be my most anticipated. In terms of games this year, you know, to be honest with you, it's kind of weird, but like I'd honestly would say Overwatch 2. And the only reason why I say that is because I really thought it was just going to die. <laughs> um, still I There's still time. I, I would <laughs> say that right now I... I full like it's crazy because I, I i also have had a blast like so i had a blast with it actually in the very beginning and then full disclosure i straight up uninstalled that fucking game last week from my really mm-hmm wow. so it, i feel like like if if i'm to be honest that's the one that i've actually had the most I was surprised that I actually had the most fun with this year. 
and then last week obviously it changed i don't know if that necessarily would like take away that because like that was probably the most interesting piece because i did really i really did think that they they did a solid job on the game and stuff but i also don't really give a shit about the the microtransactions like, that doesn't really shadow for me because i'm not buying that like i don't i don't care yeah. i really don't care about the skins and shit like that i've never really cared about skins unless like I've got a third person view and I can really see the character the entire time. Yep. I could care less. Fair enough. Um, yeah, that, that's probably what my picks would be, but I'm so stoked for Spider-Man 2. Overwatch 2, they, you know, with their most recent season, they launched a new tank. I didn't even know. I had no fucking idea. I just saw um, Key Art the other day showing Eric off that. played some and we were just like, this is fucking broken. Like straight I, up. I, I saw some art for it the other day showing off the Poseidon skin. I think it was an ad for like the Blizzard store or whatever. I'm like, who the fuck is that? Yeah. yeah so he's, he's the a new cool tank. character. It's just the balance of that game is brutal. Like in this last update, they had it kind of nailed down in the last one previously. There's little hiccups here and there, but it just seems so way off this last time around that we we're just like, fuck this. And I uninstalled it. Okay. Next question. What do we got? Uh, what do you want to see made into a video game? What do you want to, or what do you want brought back as a remaster? Oh, shoot. Um, you go first on this. We'll, we'll go on the, the order we've been going. Oh boy. Or if you're not um, ready, I can. You want me to do it? Yeah, go for it. So this should be of no surprise, but I would really like to see Roller Coaster Tycoon actually be properly remastered. There's a fantastic, and, and not just, I mean, I guess it would really be its own new game, but I want to see it in that isometric style with the graphics that were done in Roller Coaster Tycoon 2. There's a fantastic, fantastic documentary on YouTube by Noclip on the Roller Coaster Tycoon franchise and how currently there are games like Planet Coaster and Park Attack that both touch different points of what that game was. But there's still a massive void for a game to kind of unite those on a medium level. Because like, like Park Attack is like super hardcore into the back end business side of mm -hmm. theme park simulation and planet coaster is super heavy into the design focus of it. Rollercoaster tycoon two specifically was a perfect balance of those two things from a casual simulation perspective and strategy game. And if they could bring back with those graphics, it would be fucking fantastic absolutely phenomenal if they could bring something like that back there's 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 an open um there's an open source uh thing called open rct mm -hmm. which was developed and um the devs on that are amazing and it allows multiplayer uh and co-op within parks and it brings in better mods it brings in better lighting systems weather stuff like that if they can bring that kind of piece into it that would like Atari should focus their efforts there. Atari's focus their efforts on dumb shit, like bringing a console and all this other shit. You can't, you're not going to bring a fucking console people give a shit about. Put your classic games on the fucking store and then focus on that piece because they fucked around with it so much and brought it to like mobile and other, other shit. Bring it back. That would be my thing that I would want to see. What was the second part of the question? Was it, what do I not want to see? Or was no, that it? What, 
What do you want to see made into a video game? Oh, what do I want to see made into a video game? Fuck. That's fucking tough. That's a tough one. Yeah. There's not a really... I don't think there's really any, like... There's no TV show I could think of that would be great into that. Movies... (sighs) Fuck. I don't know, man. I would agree with that. There's nothing... Like, all the sports are already done. Yeah. There's no... um, yeah, I don't know. I I really don't think there's anything that I'm like, man, I really want to see this adaptation in a video game. I, I really I couldn't uh I couldn't answer that. I'm I'm with you on that. I'm having a very hard time trying to think of anything I would want to see. I mean your 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 thing that's probably gonna lend itself the best is gonna be some sort of an anime, but typically anime games are bad. Bad. <laughs> Um, so uh, that's a, a, a fucking Eric. I don't I'd know, say man. Star Wars, like I know there's Star Wars games, but I guess like may, like maybe like a Battlefront again, but like massive, massive, massive like Clone Wars focus. Yeah, like Battlefront Two originally was on the PlayStation Two, but like massive, massive battles, huge battles. That's about I, it. I, I can't yeah. do anything else. I. It's weird because, you know, there's so many, everybody's getting that that Marvel fatigue, but having a good X-Men game would be fucking Mm. cool. That is Mm -hmm. about the only thing that I'd be pretty ecstatic for, but even then, some of the games are- Yeah, we're getting Wolverine. Um, You're talking like a full-fledged, like like Suicide Squad style. Yeah, like pick your character. Something like that would be really cool um, if done well. But I mean, we just had Marvel's Midnight Suns and it's eh, like from what I've heard, it's yeah, I'm waiting on a deep sale before I pick it up. But they they lean too heavily into the whole like, yeah, I don't know. Persona level of things where you're I have no idea. I don't know. That one's tough. As far as a remaster, I would love to see Majora's Mask and Ocarina of Time be mm. remastered. The N64 Zelda games are some of my fucking favorites, and I would love to see those get like a very, very fresh coat of paint. Not just like a little bit of a, oh, we made it a little bit better and added some quality of life. Like I want to see modern day Zelda graphics, but Majora's Mask and Ocarina of Time. You know what I learned that was fascinating? You might know this already. With Twilight Princess, because it came from GameCube and went to Wii. Mm -hmm. Link's dominant hand is last. Switched. Right, it's switched, but the entire game is flipped. Yeah. They flipped the entire fucking game just so that, Mm -hmm. you know, predominantly people are right-handed. This is wild to me. That's crazy. Uh, Any other questions? For that. Um... I got to read through Nick's here a little bit because I'm not going to talk about the Death Stranding movie. I just, sorry, no, Nick. I just we can't. We we're just not don't know the, enough. Uh, we're not we're the, not the, the people for that question. Um, he said, with High on Life being a success Game Pass on Game Pass and the number one third-party release on it, does this give Squanch Games some more fire in them to create bigger experiences? I think this is already a pretty big experience for them to go from Trover saves the universe to this. This is a pretty fucking big. What's the gameplay hours on it? 
Uh, let's you want to look that up? I, I would say this. I think the reason why it's done so well or, or how big it is, is first of all, there's there's big fandom for that kind of stuff. A lot and of people that I've heard talking about it aren't even big fans of of Justin Rowland. I, I think the big thing on it, too, is that it's it's just different of a game. Yeah. But if you re-release that game again in a different style, but like, I mean, in terms of the gameplay and the raunchiness of the, the humor and comedy, would it do well again? I don't know. It's so starkly different that I don't know if it would really, it's so fresh and new. I would I agree. I don't know if, if it would really hit it out of the park the next time around, but I, uh, I could see them trying to go with something bigger. The, the thing about this, so it says, uh, it's about eight and a half hours to just if you mainline it, if you want to do more, if you like want a hundred com- or a hundred percent complete it, it's about fifteen and a half hours. So mm. ultimately, it's not a small game. It's not a huge game either. But I think with what how they focus mainly on the world building and like there's crazy amounts of dialogue in this game. Like if you let the gun go, the the main gun, Kevin. I think yes. he'll talk for like eight fucking minutes and just ramble on. Like they, they put their, their time and effort into things other than making this a big long game. I for one can appreciate like a good 10 hour game occasionally. Cause I, I, there's so many games you can dump a shitload of time into. Um, I could see them going for something bigger, but I feel like this style of game with all of this constant in your face, like trying to be funny and this and that, I don't know if it lends itself very well to a larger experience. I think a 10 hour game is probably about what you could get out of something like this without it becoming entirely too painful to listen to, I guess. Um, Nick said I like Trover. It wasn't a knock on Trover. It was just an assessment of the size of the Trover game. Trover was totally was. not the same game. Trover yeah. was a focus on fucking VR. That was right. the um, whole thing of Trover. I I think they're going to continue, right? Like Justin Rowland is uh he's a big big fan of games and I think he's going to I think there is a fire for him to create bigger experience, but I also he does more like up until this point, mm. he has pretty much done Rick and Morty in Trover. He did Rick and Morty in this like more or less. I It's the same you, thing. You got to you got to do something else or else you're not going to you're not going to have you'll the, get stale legs on this. Right. Yeah. It's going to become stale. People are going to be like, oh, yeah, that's the, the, the fucking people that make Morty in a different game or whatever. Right. Mm hmm. Um. Do you have an answer or that pretty much will take care of what you had to say about it as well? No, that's that's that, you took care of my stuff just fine. I think that's absolutely fine. Um, yeah, it could possibly go stale. Is that all for, um, for listener Nick questions? Nick asked about The Last of Us coming to HBO. We kind of already answered that when we were talking you know. earlier. Uh, he asked about. Uh, Valve's next title, Neon Prime, is coming out and is within the Half-Life universe, the next Half-Life slash sequel to Half-Life 2, Half-Life Alex. Do you think Valve will actually deliver on both of these titles? Yes, I think they will yeah, make a so. very they're, competent they're Half-Life spinoff, team. but it is not going to be a Half-Life 3. 
Um, very good guess. Is there any physical games you do want? For me, a big box of Doom OG is a need for me. Any for you guys? I'm not big into the big box games. I wasn't uh, a PC gamer playing a lot of these games back then. Yeah. Um, so I don't really have any desire for like some old school style big box. I think some of them are pretty cool and need to look at, but they also take up a fucking lot of space. Ton of space. And so, like my problem with that too is, and some are really good than others. Like, and I think that, I think they've really only gotten better over the years, but like example, Bethesda box set is really good, really good. But, and you get like some good things in them, you know, like you get a special edition item or whatever, but then like some of them, they just throw in a bunch of garbage and shit where you're like, yeah, none of this is worth it. <laughs> so it's not, um, it's not for me. I'm not a huge, uh, uh, fan of that piece. Plus, big boxes are like you said; they take up a fuck ton of room. So, yeah, I don't have anything that I really want a physical copy for that I don't already have, or anything like that. But, um, eh. cool. All right. Well, hey, that's gonna do it for this episode. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Diggity Podcast. Join. Our free Discord as well, Spawn Camp Discord. That uh, link is in the show notes below on the audio version of the podcast as well as in this YouTube video. Um, the Discord is free to join. So not many things are free. Um, it's a great community. People are getting uh, together on there. We don't just talk games. Uh, we talk what the hell we're eating, what we cooked, uh, sports, F1, you name it. It's in there. Um, so go check that out. Um, and uh, I mentioned Spawn Camp. Spawn Camp is a collection of uh, multiple content creators, uh, everything from Gunpla Podcasts with the Bill Bros to PC and kind of pop culture podcasting, which is the WASD and Beyond Boys. And then there's us with Diggity, uh, which is more the kind of gaming news and business as well as console uh, gaming for podcasts. Um, if you want to go over there, go to Spawn Camp, youtube.com slash Spawn Camp Co. Get over there and subscribe. Uh, and until next time, guys, have a, a very Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, and uh, we'll see you uh, next week, which will be the last show of the year before we hit 2023. See ya. See ya.